everybody, Dr. Amy here. Um, I was just, I'm actually working from home today, which I do typically on Mondays uh, for the Focus Academy, but I was stopped into the office and our lovely Dr. Hannah was doing an incredible job working with one of our very young practice members, 16 month old little girl, and they're getting some really great results, but um, I was able to jump in and, and um, consult a little bit on this case. and. And the, the challenge they're having, which is which made me go, I need to talk about this on this page today, um, was we're seeing intermittent toe walking, which is really common. And we see it a lot with kids, um, with kids in general, but kids with behavioral learning, socialization, and just kids that are on this typical trajectory of development. It's just one of those things that we look for that gives us a window into, hey, we're having some movement changes, we're having some potential neurological changes, and we know that, that might, that's a window into some inefficiency happening. So the question is not, this, this is the biggest thing, clinically doctors out there and parents, we have to be able to ask and answer the questions of not just is a, is a, is a presentation of a symptom there. It, for example, is a child toe walking? We then have to, as we did in this case, and Dr. Hannah has done and we did more today, we had to say, okay, well, when is she toe walking? Is she toe walking all of the time? Is she toe walking intermittently? Is it both sides, both feet, one side? What's happening on the other side? We have to be able to go through a checklist in our clinical brains, in our case history, in our asking, our watching and wondering, which we can do with these developmental hierarchies, we have to be able to go through, yeah, is it a structural issue? Is it a mechanical issue? Is there a, a joint issue? Is there a muscular issue? Is there a ligamentous issue? Is, you know, are the hips okay? Are the knees okay? Are the ankles okay? Do we have fusion in the bones of the feet? You know, there's some genetic variants that can um, cause that. Like, what's what's happening in a, we have to first go through the clinical reasoning of, you know, ruling anything out, right? which of course we've done. Then we have to look at also, you know, are there movement alterations? This is where neurostructural shifts or subluxations come in, where we, you know, we look at alignment and we look at misalignment of the spine, of the occiput, of the pelvis. Do we have something pathological first? Then do we have something um, actually neurological, but neurostructural that has to be corrected, which we've seen nice changes with this girl as we've corrected, as Dr. Hannah's worked on correcting those subluxation patterns. But then, and this was the really great thing, we had to look at not just is it happening, because if it's pathological, if there's a, a, you know, if there's a hip issue, if there's a genetic issue, if there's a fusion issue, if there's a ligamentous muscular structural issue, we're going to typically see a presentation like pretty much all the time or pretty much consistently in certain positions. But if it's a subluxation issue, neurostructural issue, you know, structural causing neurological input altering output issue, then we may see it intermittently. If we um, see that it's happening um, just when we uh, have increased demand, this is where your developmental hierarchies come in and this is where our clinical thinking, our focus doctors are trained to do this quickly. Um, is it when there's excitement? Is it when there's a lot of noise? Is it um, when they're running, when they're walking? What is the presentation of the feet when this child is sitting? Do we have retained reflexes? This is when we start to get into not just leaving it to, hey, we have to force this kid to be walking on flat feet. 
we have to be able to have a very specific clinical checklist in our brain, doctors, to be able to go through and not just try to stop the symptom because that could make things worse. If we don't address the underlying reason, you can hear my dog drinking water back there. If we don't address the underlying reason that this child is going up intermittently, on one toe, which she's doing on right and left, then, and at certain times, and we don't address it in the right order, then we could be creating more stress on the system and more challenges, and maybe we'd see, cha we'd see changes and improvement with her toe walking, but down the road, we'd see other developmental trajectory changes or developmental challenges because we're creating more stress on the system. There's a reason for all behavior, and we just need to be able to learn. This is what we teach focused doctors to do. Um, so parents out there, you want to look for a focused trained doctor because we teach them, we learn to lead with brain development, sort through the complexity, and then have a very systematic way of knowing what to do when and where our place is and how we can be the team leaders, but build a team around knowing, you know, not just it's always, it's a nail and we've got a hammer, but knowing how to ask the right questions in a history, how to watch and wonder appropriately to get to the root cause of the behavior and then know, okay, who, who do we need on our team educationally? Um, what tools parenting-wise do we need? Um, what kind of support do we need psychologically, neurologically, chiropractically? All of these, nutritionally, all of these different things to know when do we need what and in what order? Because we don't just want to treat the symptom and make a symptom go away. We need to understand it in order to know how to effectively get to the root cause. Okay, everybody, have a great day. And those of you doctors who see toe walking, ask questions and we can jump into the closed group. And those of you who are in the focus certified groups, um, we can jump in there and we can break this down a little more clinically. Have a great day.